HuntStand is the most popular and functional mobile hunting app on the market. With a variety of base maps to choose from, satellite imagery that is updated every month, the ability to check the weather, no property information, and even catalog your trail cam picks, HuntStand even gives you the ability to import pins and location markers from other mobile apps. Visit HuntStand.com or download wherever you download your apps. Enter discount code SN20 at checkout for 20% off. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And I'm really excited about this show because, one, we had an amazing hunt down in Georgia, and this is kind of the precursor to that hunt. Uh, we, we're going to talk all about what our goals, expectations are for, for this hunt, and then we're also going to recap how last year's hunt went. Now, myself and one other guy on this show, David, were not there for that hunt, but the other two are going to fill us in, kind of give us an idea of what to expect um, the other reason I'm really excited for this episode is because this is the first episode that I am editing from my new property. My wife and I just signed yesterday on 25 acres in Southwest Missouri, and I could not be more excited. Well, I could be more excited. I could be more excited if I had a full podcast studio set up already. Unfortunately, I don't. We're renovating a trailer, fixing up a shop and we're going to be building soon. So it may be a little while before I actually have a podcast studio up and running. If you were one of the people on social media or um, that text me and were like, hey, congrats, man, that's awesome, well-deserved, I really do appreciate all those comments. My wife and I have been on cloud nine, and I'm sure the kids will be once they're out here riding dirt bikes. So thank you guys for all that. Uh, without rambling too much, I think we're going to hop into this episode and talk all about hunting Georgia pigs on an island. Like, he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And joining me on the show today, I've got three guys that are here out of, what, nine of us, I think? And uh, we're on an island in Georgia, Cumberland Island to be exact, doing a managed hog hunt. How many of you guys have been here before? I have. Yeah, me and Luke have. Nick has. Okay. Not me. So Dave's first time, huh? Yep, it is my first time. Same here. This is a pretty unique spot, and... Uh, we're just going to be talking about everything we saw today, what we hope to have happen tomorrow, and then we'll uh, see how it all pans out and probably do a follow-up episode. But before we start all that, we're going to go around and do a brief intro of each person and then maybe tell how you started hunting here or how you started hunting in general. Uh, my name is David from Marietta, Georgia. Uh, started hunting when I was a kid with some friends and whatnot from youth group and all that. Got drawn here from uh, buddy Jonathan and friend of a friend. Nice, man. Uh, Luke. Yeah, I started hunting here with uh, David last year. And David invited us on this trip. We said, man, that sounds awesome. Didn't think anything of it. And then he was like, hey, man, this hunt's coming up. Let's sign up for it. So we did it. Came last year. Walked 17 miles the first day. Dang. Yeah, oh, dude. No, 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 no. 28. 28 the first day. We oh, went to the beach. The last David day. Gilmer. No, yeah. You know, David Gilmer. Sorry. No, it is. There's a oh, yeah. Not David here. Gilmer. Not yep. Yeah. 
Not this, David. And it, it was awesome, dude. I mean, it, everything we saw, problem is we didn't see any hogs. Uh the first time I, I feel like that's a pretty good or a pretty bad problem to have on a hog hunt yeah yeah it was rough we saw everything but hogs uh but it was a blast man until nick and nick can come up later and talk about his story um i'm nick i'm from uh 45 minutes north of atlanta um same same scenario as luke we were friends with david gilmer not the David on here, the first timer, <laughs> the white. Um, well, uh, we, white. we took this trip last year. Uh, it was only five of us last year. Um, we went with another. With uh, George is actually here with us. Uh, he didn't want to be on the podcast, but he's uh, true at Kathy Junior. Um, <laughs> I call him uh, Chick Fil A Jr. <laughs> but uh, he's here with us. He says hi, folks. Um, we had a good trip, like like uh, Luke said. We hiked about seven, no, oh, twenty-eight, not seventeen miles, thanks to AJ. No, so no plug there. But uh, AJ was the kind of guy that was like, no trails, just follow the trees, just bushwhack. Yeah, we bushwhacked. This the is not the place to, to do beach. that no. at all. AJ's from Idaho, and so he didn't know what to do out here. But this dude walks a hundred miles an hour, <laughs> and you had to keep up with him. No, granted, we loved him. Like I love AJ. Love oh, oh AJ. he's fantastic. He was good for the group. Great, but. Follow, he doesn't get follow tired. Follow the trail, bro. He doesn't get tired. No. He just goes. Yeah. And you got to keep up with just him. Just nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Dang. So, w- was last year the first year that anybody from our group Correct. had had done this hunt? Correct. Yeah. There's It's it's crazy, man. I've never heard about this place. And there's people from all over. In fact, some people that, that are camped right next to us, I talked to them. They're from Wisconsin. Yep. I saw that. And I'm like, boat. dang, man. People come from all over to do this. And... In talking with uh, the wildlife biologists here, as well as the park ranger, hearing hearing the story about this place, hearing kind of what the whole goal is here, um, it's pretty cool. Like it's it's a very very unique hunt. There's not a lot of like national parks or national seashores that you're able to hunt, and so this is a really unique opportunity. Um, what did what did last year look like? I mean, what was your game plan aside from walking? 28 miles through the thickest stuff you've ever seen did you guys did you guys go out and scout at all the day before or yeah that's what the 28 miles was <laughs> no oh, that was just a scout that no was day no one we, no we didn't scout well, because we got here no. we got here correct on the ferry you're correct you're correct and because we got here on the ferry we we showed up just on time we got camp set up we were setting up our tents setting up everything and then by the time we did the intro, figured out where we were, then we still had to set up camp. I mean, we barely had a chance to set up. So the next morning, we got out and we were like, "We don't know what we're doing. So let's just walk. Let's 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 walk. Let's find some hogs." We in trouble. We started walking around. Next thing you know, we were walking, and we were walking, and then we walked through like. 500 we were, we were yards. Tagging. We were tagging, too, like, to keep up with where we were. Oh, yeah. And then finally, they were, y'all were like, Nick, stop stop <laughs> leaving tags because we're at that point. Like, keep going. And, and that's one of the things they do here because it's, I mean, it's a it's, big it's area. A it's like 9,000 acres yeah. that you can hunt, and it's thick. There's not a lot of trails or roads that cut through it. Palmettos are so, different hiking. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever hiked through that, but palmettos are a different hike. Well, and they said every couple of years people get lost out here, you yeah. know, in the in the evening hunt. There's no daylight. In in my mind, I'm like, man, this is a pretty 
tough place to get lost because you walk any direction, you're either going to hit a road or water. And, you know, if you're hunting north of the area, you just hit the water and head south. If you're hunting, you know, to the east of a road, head west, and you're going to run into it eventually. Um, but, yeah, it's a super dense area. A lot of, lot of cool opportunities. I mean, they hunt, they hunt whitetail here, and from the sound of it, the quota hunts never really fill up. So No, they're always short about five, if I had to average it. Yeah, it's 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 pretty sweet. So I'm pretty pumped. We we went out and scouted today. Oh, and Luke, you had mentioned the ferry. That's one of the other unique things about it. You take a ferry here with all of your gear, or if you have a private boat, you can bring that. You can load it up. In fact, I want to. <laughs> why don't I we start comment, there? I want to so, comment on that real quick. Yeah. So last year, After we that. took the ferry, right? We loaded everything on the ferry, and that was just it was crazy. So we packed minimalistic last year we brought just what we thought we could carry just what we thought we could get on there we got over here we started unloading we had all of our guys with our tents and our packs and that was it and we thought that's what you were supposed to do now we showed up and everybody else is like pulling off all of these you know boxes and 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 everything and next thing you know they're pulling out like propane tanks and <laughs> and and tables. heaters and, this, and this tables is, although this is on an island it is not a backcountry hunt this is a bougie hunt for sure oh absolutely absolutely i mean we have we have four bathroom shower house with hot water we have Pressure's five camp stoves at our camp oh <laughs> somebody i think yeah. everybody dropped the ball on uh, I mean, communication <laughs> this go round because egg for, food. for real everybody started pulling out camp stoves and i'm like how many do we have i'm pretty sure we have five full camp stoves set up on the table right now we have a blackstone we have a blackstone what two and a bottle of blanton's a three burner and a tube burner and yeah yeah thank yeah. you dave there's that. appreciate that this year we have no shortage of food nope. no shortage of things to cook with uh, everybody's got their own big tents, and I was told right away that this is – it's not a high-class hunt by any means, but, like, you can bring whatever you want. What we didn't realize is just how much stuff everybody brought because, David, what's his boat, 28-foot? Something like that? Something like that. 30-foot, maybe. Yeah. We had that thing loaded down with 3,000 pounds of extra gear. Palacious first trip. Just on the first trip. I mean, we were doing a wheelie. If it's possible for we a were, boat to do a wheelie Me all and the Dave way here. Jr. were trying to subliminal the weight to counteract it. Subliminal? Not subliminal. <laughs> subtract the weight. Sorry. My words got messed up there. I'm we're trying to subtract the I'm weight I'm 165 there. pounds, so I don't count for much. So Yeah, but we were trying to eat and consume. as We, as <laughs> we, we had like six Yeti coolers in the back of the boat. And everything underneath, which we didn't realize was not waterproof. You'd think yeah. the bottom side of a boat would be waterproof. It was not. Everything hey, got wet underneath there. He's trying to sell this boat. Oh, he's trying to sell <laughs> it. Hey, if anybody's <laughs> in the market for a boat, we've got a really awesome boat yeah, for sale. It's a great price. Of sink, all this 28 feet, $15,000. I, I mean, that's Airbnb less than $1,000 per foot, guys. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's insane. It's Just insane. over five hundred bucks. So a foot. on the on the boat and the ferry thing, what I want to touch on is we met a guy named Preston last year, and he does this trip. I don't know what the trip's called. We can look it up and find out to fact check me. But there's another island. There's like four or five island systems right here, okay. And there's like Ossabal, this one, Cumberland Island, and one that's something with a raccoon name because it's got a lot of raccoons on it. Um, Trash Panda Island? No. Some no. shit. Like <laughs> no, but it's it, – well, Preston just went it, went to hunt there for the primitive – with the primitive archery and before he had to go back to the uh, 
oil rig. He hunts. He main job is oil rigs, but they give you a flag for hunting all five within the year season, and you're and you oh, only wow. travel by boat. That's how they give you the flag, and so you put the flag up to signify that you're hunting. So there's like a morale to it as well. So yeah. like those guys out there have the flag that were here when we came in at okay. four o'clock Sunday. They have that flag. You know, we don't have the flag. We didn't do all five hunts, but Preston has the flag. And I thought, that's really cool because you hunt Island 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and Cumberland's your last one, and you get this flag from the state, the National Forest, whatever the, uh, whatever it is. National well, Seashore. Yeah, 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 which I thought was really cool. So that that was my input from the ferry thing. It was a side note. It was like, yeah, if you have the private boat, there's an option, if you're into it, to do all five and do it in the season, same year, season. And you get a flag, and uh, yeah, it's a flag, but it's like I did these hunts, in my opinion. Yeah. But but like Preston, talking to Preston last year, he tries to plan his work shifts because I mean he's on Orwig. Yeah, right? he's on a, he's on like a, a hundred days and off hundred and twenty days or something crazy. Yeah. Dang. So he's something crazy like that, and he tries to plan them around all these hunts. He says Ossaball is his favorite. Yeah. He goes, he loves coming out to Cumberland. It's beautiful. It's different. He showed up late and killed the most hogs to Cumberland last year. By himself, showed up late, loading this stuff up. Like, we didn't know him then. He just happened to camp near us. Next thing you know. Dude, I felt bad. He was was loading up by himself, unloading, and, like, barely didn't have a fire, didn't have nothing going. I felt bad. I was like, hey, man. Just relax and come join us. Yeah. That was a com- that's how we met Preston. I was like, hey, that's cool. Dude, you're in the dark unloading. Get your tent set up, come join us. Come sit by the fire, come make your food. We have a fire going, relax. And that's how we met Preston. Was that way. So what about Doug? Uh the y'all machine. I kind of know D- he's kind of done and it's been normal to y'all, but he's the biologist. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of done, and now the game warden kind of stepped in, said they're switching the deer I'll, hunt. To I think October. that's something to do with like a national forest and local DNR swap, and and I don't know the legality there. So well, what's what's the name of the family that used to own this? Do you guys remember? It's one of the rich families. It's not the Rockefellers. It's the maybe starts with an A. I'll have to look it up. Anyways, oh, so this the Anheuser Busch people, isn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. They said the name, and I recognized it. Now I forgot it. I probably should have figured that out before the podcast started. But uh, they used to own this property, and they would do a lot of hunts and stuff on here. And then when the government bought it, they had written it into the legislation that they had to keep hunting open to the public, which is why they continued to hunt on this island. So they offer deer and they offer whitetail. Oh, the Carnegie family. Not an yes. A name yeah. at all. It's a Carnegie family. It's a strong A in it, though. Yeah. yeah. And so they have... Uh, there's a giant mansion right here. There's wild horses on the island. They just reintroduced bobcats here. There's coyotes. There's now, we're armadillos mid, we're everywhere. There's a everywhere. lot of more historical uh, lower south. Yeah. We're, we're mid-island. Okay. There's two two docks. I think it's – I don't know the name of the two docks I because we're on the spot. They're closed right now because of that hurricane that came through. Our dock, this plum orchard camp is the only docks open right now. But the lower docks have more of the um, – ruins oh okay then this like this is this is cool don't get me wrong but there's a lot more ruins south well and here at plum orchard the the mansion he said that they've put millions of dollars into oh. renovating the mansion they do tours of it it's open to the public like you can boat in here you can drive here they'll do tours on a in a van and headsets and everything and they tell you all about the history of this place but there's wild horses here which was pretty crazy right well, and honestly the first yesterday when we got here, it made me realize just how difficult this hunt was going to be. 
because we were just walking. We were dollying all of our stuff up. They've got wagons to put all of your stuff in because, like I said, we had 3,000 pounds of gear in the first trip, and we had to bring it a couple hundred yards to camp. And so they put – they do um, – the the dollies or the wagons pull it over, and I kept hearing something over in the woods. And I was like, man, that's close, and that's loud. Like, it sounds like something big. And I'm looking and looking and looking, and all of a sudden I look, and there's a horse within 40 yards of me. And I'm like, if it's that hard to pick out a horse that I can hear – just imagine how difficult it's going to be to shoot a pig. Yeah. So Luke said earlier that we didn't see a hog last year. I did see a hog. And and to my fault, I did not shoot. But I my judgment was against me, and I'm okay with the judgment I took on it. Because when I saw it and I could, like, come down and recognize and actually pull the trigger, it was gone behind the palmetto. Yeah. Could I have shot through the palmetto? Yes. But then there are too many what ifs that I was not okay with that I did not take a shot because there have been horses shot here. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. and, and, and they understand. Very and they're today. very understanding here about accidents happen. I just didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to. I didn't want to risk it. Like, I mean, how understanding? Not understanding enough to where you're going to pull the trigger on a horse and be like, "Oops, didn't know it was a horse." <laughs> well, I, I I tell you this. Uh, Doug told us when we were here last year. He said, "Dude, a dude hit a horse, and the way the horse was sitting, and the way that his wife told the story." It, you could tell he didn't mean to do what he did. He thought it was a pig because it was jet black, and he saw the hind end of it, and it went through that palmetto, and he shot through that palmetto and killed it. And all I could think of was when I saw that pig was the same story, and I was like, I don't want to be those people. No, you definitely like, and don't And I know that be those they people. probably didn't mean to do it, but I still don't want to be those people. I mean, target identification, that's one of the four right, rules that, of hunter safety. Thing, like, like, know your target know what you're and what's beyond and what's in front. And yeah, sure so you have to know your target because the other thing is, I mean, we're, we're going to all be wearing blaze orange. That's another cool thing about here is – they give you if you don't have a blaze orange vest, they'll they'll give you one to plot, use. Yeah. And I mean, they've got full facilities here. They also give you ribbons to put on the trail, like where you enter the woods, so that other people know where you're entering. Yeah, it's almost like biodegradable masonry. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He said in a couple months it'll disappear, and each hunt they give you a different colored ribbon. Yep. And so this week our ribbons are orange. So when you go in. Not only does it help you know where you're going, it helps other people know that there's there's someone hunting in there. And the biologist and the park ranger or the game warden, they will actually come and pick up your hog after you shoot it. Yep. And so that's another good thing to have. You mark where you are. You can text the number. They'll say, hey, we got your text. We got your location. We're on our way to pick up the hog. There's a full walk-in freezer here where they'll hang your hog mark it for you and then you can clean it at the end of season so you can continue to hunt instead of having to deal with that all on the spot and so they've really i mean the management here is outstanding it's like nothing i've seen before the way that they it's like a first class hunt i mean it almost feels like you're paying to go to a hunt club well it's the way the dnr and management should be able to handle land without the public's infliction of their own damage and demise on it exactly you know it's an island so it separates it so if this was managed the same way in public land, like in no no sea barriers, without people touching it, they probably would do the same quality job. For sure. But where I'm from, people destroy shit too much. Yeah. But yeah. the reality is, too, like, dude, it's it's all a, like $35 to sign up. You just have to sign up early enough to get in. And then it's like 50 bucks for the ferry. Yeah. Dude, like. And that's no, it. It's, it's a cheap that's it. Hunt. Yeah, but <laughs> but you get to hunt it like it's uh, <coughs> yeah, like at the that, management. Style. But that goes to my reasoning of like it's on an island, so that you don't have the general public coming over here to party and mess things up. 
like you would a W Mayland in your hometown. Yeah. Now, I, I did hear from some of the other hunters. I didn't hear it from any of the people that work here on the island, but they had mentioned that a lot of the reasons these hunts never fill up is because there are some animal rights activists or potentially even people from PETA, I'm not really mm-hmm. sure what group it is, that will go on and they will buy the licenses or buy the like pay for the registration for the hunt and fill up spots, and then they won't come and hunt just to keep other people from doing it. I can see that. Which... which one, I'm like, man, that's really crappy of them. And two, oh, yeah. I'm like, hey, we'll take all of your money <laughs> to un- put more towards this managed hunt. That sounds great. 100%, yeah, it, but it shows how uneducated they are. Like, well, not in this group, but I don't know how many people have hunted a WMA, but my first experience was rough. Yeah, well, all WMAs are rough. Like, I, don't, no, it was I can speak for opening, Georgia, North Georgia. I don't know about anyone else, season, And, uh, I mean, they don't request you to... Wear your orange. You of course should, but right there's a there's a constant you're in a stand. And um, I mean, common knowledge it's there. Bullets flying. You don't. But you don't get that feeling here. Well, and it's it's organized. Yeah, it's, it's very very organized. Well, it's they not, left the responsibility up to you. It's yeah. not thrown around. They leave the check-in, or like you're responsible to go to the check-in. They ask all new hunters to do the orientation to find out more about the property. They've got it broken down into zones, and you can hunt any zone. But, like, you can take a picture of the map and look what zone you're in so that if you're in zone 5, you can text them and say, hey, I'm on the west end of zone 5. And then when they come to find you, you. yeah, it it gets them closer to you. Yeah, it's a well-oiled machine, I agree. Somebody cannot walk into your zone and accidentally, 110% accident, just fire a rifle right next to you. Yeah, I'll tell you this. When we were hunting last year, we walked. I promise you we walked more than we hunted last year, but we saw – the, the flags and we knew better we were like okay keep going we're gonna hike five miles away just to give them space we don't know how far in or how far wide they went they could have go in and cut left three miles go in and cut right three miles we don't know but we made sure you know i will say after seeing the amount of deer sign here like there's hog sign don't get me wrong but the amount of deer sign the amount of trees that are rubbed up the amount of scrapes that we saw today yeah i will for sure be coming back here to do a whitetail and hog hunt. I look forward to them changing it in October to archery. Yeah, I want to give a little shout out to Caleb for that. For, sure. the, for him, he, he brought that up. We wouldn't know that. No. He, he talked to sure us about yep. that, and he was like, yeah, I want to move it next year close to October because that's the end of the rut. Hey, that's we'll like about, close to the end of the we'll rut. talk about that scenario? Mm. He's a nice dude. I like that guy. <laughs> I mean, coming in here, he's doing well, taking care of, like, he's going to take over Doug's spot, supposedly, Quote, unquote, I don't, don't want to step on anybody's toes here. No, never. But, you know, Doug's been doing it for a while. What, 20, 20-something years? Yeah. And yep. what, he's killed like 2,800 hogs? I don't know. Something he like said that. he kills 100 hogs he's a year. He's the island management. Yeah, I mean, he, he's the island biologist. Full he time. lives out here, yeah. yeah. Full time. Yeah. He does so the studies. Done. He helps with a ton of this stuff. Yeah, so, like, the... we see it as, oh, he's killing hogs. He's doing more than that. Like, oh, yeah. There's yeah. a reason these hogs are here. Rich people bought the island. They wanted to hunt hogs. They brought them over. They overbred. They couldn't keep up. Now the government owns it because they sold it around on money. Here we are today. Let's enjoy it. Yeah, it'd be awesome if Caleb definitely. Uh, but I think Caleb's on the right track with it. Change that to especially their rut season, and they've realized that their rut season is in October, and that's when we could put people out here to thin the deer herd. Yeah, to make them healthy. To to give people the best experience possible while they're out here hunting, and that's really what they want. They want people to come out here and have success. You know, they told us the areas to stay away from. They're like guys in the past have gone into the thickest, nastiest stuff, and nobody ever kills in there because the ground cover is just too thick. I mean, we're looking at the tents around us. I mean, big orange tents, 
and there's one about 40, 50 yards from us, and I'm looking at it going, if there is a pig over there, I couldn't shoot it. No. Like, it's that thick in certain spots. So uh, back to the identification, the target identification thing. You think about this many people hunting, and if you're dragging a hog closer to the road so that they can come pick it up in the truck or the side-by-side, just imagine if, you know, that person chose not to wear orange and they're dragging a pig carcass and you see oh, a pig especially because how many times does it happen that woods. you're like cutting up in the field and you take off clothes because you're working yeah and you take the first thing comes off vest, orange vest. yeah yep and then your jacket then your top layer and you're and you're processing in yep. the field watch well, your job so, as a hunter to double check 100 percent. but like that's that's like you said tags to the whole reason of me to not taking the shot like the, i got teased a little bit but i have no reasons it's fun. I'm okay with it. No, you were smart. You were smart. No, I mean, we like to good. give you a hard time because it's fun. It's okay. Here, I like a hard time. Here's the deal. <laughs> in, a, in a group of friends, like, if you're not getting a hard time, you probably then aren't welcome like here. Like, they, don't, wanna, the they don't want you to come back. Oh, well, don't call me Dynamic Dave. We'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So That's our neighbor. Oh, Lord. Oh, we man. Like we, we love all Dave. Here we go. We so do. there's three Daves, folks. There's Dave Sr. that brought us on this trip. There's Dave Jr. He's on the mic. And then there's Dynamic Day, who we don't know, but we just know he can't see trees. <laughs> <laughs> That's been a fun part of camp. Yeah. Uh, speaking of setup camp or setting up camp, this place so much better than last is year is insane. Okay, so I didn't know what to bring. Uh, I almost brought First my of wall. All, we tent. have a 25 by 45 tent overhead. We brought a lot of shit. This tarp overhead, I got in my saddle system yeah, with my tent. sticks and climbed these trees, and we hung a climbing rope all the way across. Much this, appreciated, by the way. This yeah. tarp is giant, mm-hmm. and it's a good thing we had it because not long after we got stuff set up, we got so we got rain. dumped. Well, we didn't get soaked. Oh, we got dumped on. Luke, we, got, Luke got a little wet. I, the other guy. How much water, like, I like how much water did you have wet. in your tent, Luke? <laughs> so, uh, it, it was coming right down on my. Uh, it was coming right down on my sleeping system, and uh, in the middle of the downpour, that a had, had to for these unstake. I had to unstake everything that I had down for my tent. <laughs> Take everything that was in my tent, all uh, guns, gear, everything, and just had to grab it and pull to try to get it out of the water, man. And uh, it, it was fabulous because uh did bring a uh, a blow-up mattress and uh, deflated three times last night because I had a hole in it. And, uh, Listen, and they, it was fantastic. They decided to take the boat back today and go into town to Walmart. And they were like, doing a supply run, what does everybody need? So we're putting in our orders. Beer. And they came back, and they started unloading stuff. We didn't have – we had so much stuff to start this. Like, we – I was surprised That's that one of the anybody things about was this. bringing like, anything You think you got it all? You get here, and you're like, oh, this, this, this. is Like, I forgot shampoo. I forgot my chair because it got soaked. I forgot uh, – well, I didn't – I did forget my chair, but I was like, oh, I set my chair out for Dave Sr., because it was raining and he was picking me up. And I was like, oh, it's soaked. I'm not going to grab it. I'll grab a different one. Never grabbed the second one. You know, simple stuff. And, I, and we didn't buy a chair. Obviously, there was you, – you, Dave Jr., had extra for me, so I appreciate that. But, like, yeah, we thought we brought enough. We still made a supply run to get more shit. <laughs> they, but in all reality – They started unloading the boat, and I see a pillow come out, and then a second pillow come out, and then a third <laughs> and a fourth pillow come out. I'm like, well, what is going on? This Like, I thought my wife had a lot of throw pillows on the bed. What are these guys doing? <laughs> but in all reality, if you didn't have your own private boat, the ferry ain't coming back to get you. No, you'd you be, we would have been stuck with what we had. Yeah. Unless you have your own private and, boat. And Joey would be sleeping here. on the ground. 
hey, listen. You're here. I'm I'm totally cool with you guys doing a supply run because they brought back chocolate milk and <laughs> vanilla oh, Oreos. You gotta have that the golden milk. Oreos, man. Look, I'm telling you, matches, if you haven't patches, oh man. See, I just brought a cot. Yeah, that was smart. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I, I have a single person tent. Everyone here has a tent that's really big. I have a little like bachelor tent. One person, one thing. Nothing's going in there with me. So my stuff's out in the open. Next year I'll have a better tent because y'all have your stuff in there. Because like when I got to change, I got hot last night. I'm in my underwear. No, I'm gonna break it down to you. I was in my underwear. So I get out. Dave's like whispering. I'm like I'm awake, Dave. You don't have to whisper, senior. <laughs> and I step out and I'm in my underwear. And he's like, oh. And I was like, well, you want me changing my tent? I ain't got a room. Here's so the thing I about step Nick. Out like that. If 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 you want to just picture what Nick looks like in his underwear, think about Burt Kreischer on stage. That is what Nick <laughs> looks like That's in not his the underwear. One hundred percent. And I'll take it. I like Bert. He's a good guy. I like him. <laughs> so we we now call Nick the Machine, um, and that's going to be your Segura. nickname. I'm not Tom Segura. I <laughs> thought I was be. Tom Hardy or Conor McGregor. <laughs> Should we talk about I mean, the vodka go that and the Camelback though? No. McGregor. No, yeah, I get McGregor that. all the time. <laughs> no, I can see the McGregor for sure. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, today we went out and we scouted. Oh, that was fun. And we said, hey, we're going to go way back in there. We're going to find a good spot. Some guys brought their uh pop-up blinds some guys brought climbing stands we kind of split went north and south and yeah nick uh decided to fill his camel back up with vodka and so he no, was just didn't <laughs> i mean why not why not just, just cause it's a, and it's i mean subject to investigation now we're, we're now scouting. just so now just so that everybody knows we cannot be carrying loaded firearms yeah, at all today that it was yeah, yeah yeah okay so so no loaded firearms at all today like i look like really like not in camp right not outside of camp and so it was cranberry vodka. he he was not strapped <laughs> and he was definitely drinking pretty heavily um, and i'll be honest with you when i came out i was just following a group and i was like I've been down this road. I don't want to go down this road. We didn't see shit last year. and I, and But then my mindset changed because I was like, Dan hunts more than I do. Listen to Dan. Dan hunts more than I do. Listen to Dan. How Dan many signs of... Yeah, but we saw signs. Did we, how many signs have we seen last year? Hella signs. Oh, so like, many you signs. Can, you Here's the thing about pig country. Can, can and we see draw it. out Pig country, it doesn't matter where miles. you go. There's going to be sign. And yes, you can have like seven different you can have like seven different trails converging on one spot that doesn't mean the pigs are going to be there and in fact doug today covered that he's like listen if you go somewhere and you see where a pig has mudded up a tree or if he might not be there for a month he might not he said i have trail cameras that prove this i go out and i see this mud on a tree and i put a trail camera up and i come back and it still looks like it's fresh and for a month i don't get a single pig on that trail camera but for us it wasn't mud we didn't see mud on trees we seen rubs we seen correct but with pig hole tracks scat but we stretched it out kind of explain the way i mean i guess well here's the thing though if if the are even if there's even if there's scat even if there's tracks and they look wet they look fresh the amount of canopy cover here and the amount of uh, mm-hmm. Precipitation they get, it's always going to look fresh. I mean, almost always going to look fresh, unless it's indirect yeah, we, sunlight. Yeah, we got. Well, how much rain do you think we got last night? Quarter inch. It was a inch decent. And a half. Half. Oh, we got an inch Probably and a half. half. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon's coming now, in. Touch now, with these now, stats if you ask, uh, if you ask someone over here, it's going to maybe be an inch and a half. If you ask Luke, it was like three feet. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with what Brandon says because Brandon brought a bottle of Blanton's and he seems a guy of reason. <laughs> so, but about our, uh, what do you think about our setup now? I mean, I know. I love our setup because I feel like 
a hog doesn't stand a chance. Between where Luke sat, Luke spotted. So I'm going to give credit to Luke. Luke, Luke, you saw a hog day one. You're already better than we were last trip. And we're not going to divulge the location of where you saw it because we are very close to other campsites. Picture proven, though. Picture proven. He did bring a picture back of a hog that he easily could have shot. I'm going to tell you, folks, this fish was this big. Okay. All right, guys, if you've been listening to the podcast, I'm sure you've heard me talk about the helicopter hog hunt that I did down in Texas. Now I went down there with Rogue Texan Outfitters and Landon and Brandon, the owners, put us on the animals. We killed 150 pigs and 19 coyotes just from the air. On top of that, we went out thermal hunting at night and got up close and personal to more hogs. I didn't have to worry about bringing guns or ammunition because all of that was provided for me. And it is to this day the most action-packed day of hunting I've ever had. I stand by what I've said in the past, and that's that helicopter hog hunting is the funnest thing that you can do with pants on. In addition, they offer sandhill crane hunts and predator calling. So if you're looking for the most exciting hunt of your life and something that you're going to want to come back and do year after year, go check out roguetexan.com and book your hunt today. <laughs> so... So he found a pig. We found we found a really good spot that was a clearing, and uh, it was it it's was a dried swamp basically. Yeah, dried swamp slash and clearing. We could see farther in this area than we could see anywhere else that we'd been today, and so we got set up in there. We walked around. There's a couple pig wallows. There's a ton of trails. There's a ton ton of sign that pigs have been there. Bedding, in fact, there's a, there's like grass holes. that's probably what three feet tall. Oh. And it's like yeah, it's so tall. Like it's like palmetto beds, but they're not palmettos. They're, they're uh, cattail beds. But you could see like a hole where they had gone underneath the grass and then wallowed it out as a bedding area. Everyone and so, would hope we come back tomorrow saying, "Hey, we all killed four hogs apiece." So we got set up in this clearing, and the clearing's probably I would guess that clearing's sure. probably about three to four hundred yards long and maybe one hundred and fifty yards wide. No, I agree. So, That's solid. Yeah. yeah. And so we. Yeah. We've got it set up to where every other person we're gonna we're gonna heavily hunt this area and then we've got some other guys going on the opposite end of the island. Little but high, little low. Yeah, we're gonna go ground blind. The next person's gonna be up in a tree. The next person's gonna be in a ground blind. The next person's gonna be up in a tree. And one technique that I had mentioned using leading up to the hog hunt was bringing my fox pro and doing a piglet piglet squeal. So I contacted the island. I was like, hey, is this legal? The person that I spoke with on the phone said, no, it's not legal. So my Fox Pro is currently sitting in my truck at David's house six hours away. And then we got two hours from his house. And I get a call back from a different person on the island to clarify. And they said, hey, there was some miscommunication. It actually is legal. So now we're using a couple little speakers, a JBL speaker, and shout I've out got to JBL. shout yeah. out to JBL uh, and <laughs> a, a Swiss sponsor, Tech lantern lantern. that has a Bluetooth speaker, and, and we're fantastic. gonna set up because I have seen shout it firsthand. I got a light and a speaker. Yeah, there you go. We're set. We're not getting yeah. lost, and we're gonna kill pigs. So absolutely, we're gonna set up. We're gonna we're gonna do some piglet squeals because, in my experience with pigs, both hunting and farming them. When a piglet squeals, if there is a sow that has given birth in the last two months, she will come running aggressively to... Be aggressive. Be aggressive. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now, if only you had your shirt off on stage doing that in front of thousands of <laughs> well, people. Well, I wonder if that'll help in the hunt. Like, should I go shirtless? Like, I mean, my nips are going to be hard, but... That hog's going to look at you and go, mm, boy, come here. So... It might be like you, daddy. That's kind of our strategy for tomorrow, though. And For me to have my shirt off? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Okay. Hands down. 
I mean, I didn't know. You didn't. We didn't clarify until just now. So, viewers, to me, it's new. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna set up now. Luke, he's gonna be a couple hundred yards away from us because he is the only one who has seen a pig so far. Now this he's trip. gonna be north of us. Yeah, he's gonna be north and of which, us. Which we've heard rumors north is where to go. Yep. So we went north, and I was happy with, you know, after I figured out we were going north. Because, you know, hearing everything, we went, you know, like I said, we hiked 28 miles that first day. And we were zigzagging, like, where's Waldo in this field? <laughs> I'm like, I promise you, like, I left water bottles. Remember, Luke? I left the water bottles. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to leave this right here. We're going to come yeah, back. Yeah, because we were going to come right back to it. I was like, if we're coming back to the trailhead, I'm going to leave these water bottles here. Because they kept clanging. They kept bing, bing. And I was like, I want water to drink. Like, I want to make sure we're good. Well, we go out in this clearing, this pine clearing off a of duck pond road and we ended up walking uh probably 18 miles to the beach i'm gonna tell you what walking on the beach in full gear that's a total like i've never done that before. it probably that's feels a, different that's a weird experience man like you're talking backpack oranges you're like orange vest and a rifle <laughs> a backpack full of oranges <laughs> well i did have, so i did have tangerines we had we had we boiled eggs boiled eggs turkey wraps and tangerines for lunch didn't we hey there we you did go. yeah nick fed us well it yeah. was great. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good hunting meal. I, mean, I can't say I have ever brought any of those things out on a hunt with <laughs> I was thinking we're burning calories. We need to we need to put back in positive calories. There right? you go. Not not the bad calories. I don't know if there's a such, but it depends on if you're Democrat. You or know, like vodka. <laughs> um, those are clean calories because it's clear. <laughs> I've read it. I've heard that before. Well, and I'll tell you, like, we were supposed <laughs> to head out, and we were headed out with six of us. No, there and, was five uh, of us. Well, no, there were supposed to be... Oh, there was supposed to be there six. There supposed to be six of us because I, I was number six. Too. No, no, uh, no, no, this time. This time. Okay, okay, okay. So this time there was supposed to be six of us going. We were supposed to head out. And then I got a phone call, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, Luke's all here, business, no here fun. Here at camp we had it. And, uh, you know I had what they a, say, Jack's all work, no play. That, There's no play that's for right. Jack. I had a, I had a, I had a uh, business call, and I had to take the call, and I had to get it completed. These guys are like, Luke, let's go. We're waiting on you. I was like, you guys go. I'll catch up with you. So <laughs> they go, they go, and I start heading out, but I was getting worried about dropping cell signal. And I'm like walking out there and I'm getting not, worried about not dropping, dropping cell signal. And I was like, ah, oh, God dang it, I've got to finish this. Can call. we talk about that for a second? No. That's the worst thing in the world when you get on the field. Like, you try to take a deuce before, before, and if you don't know what deuce is, and you're probably listening to the wrong podcast, but like dropping a deuce, like you got to do that prior. You have to. Because if you're stuck in the field doing it, Hunts over. Whatever it takes. Y'all talk about this that early? When I you, would tell you. When you wake you up. You talk about this that early? Listen, oh, absolutely. when you wake up in the morning, man, you need to either have a cup problem. of coffee or a cigarette so yeah. that you can take a dump. Some before. form of tobacco or caffeine to push that for sure out. So, like, and I hate to be that vulgar about it, but like, that's the worst thing for me. If I go on a hike with my Listen, family. Listen, can you imagine trying trying to dump out of a saddle? Yes. Have you seen my saddle system? That thing <laughs> covers my butt completely, man. That covers my butt completely. So oh, now I'm going to be just hanging. It, it would be kind of interesting, though. I haven't. I've I've taken a leak out of a tree stand before. But like, what's I've never people's taken strategy to that besides stand. coffee and cigarettes? Like, what, what if? <laughs> no, like seriously, what is? What if somebody doesn't like coffee or cigarettes? What do they do? How do you push that herd out? Like but jumping jacks. Need some fiber. <laughs> <laughs> fiber. Oat, oatmeal raisin brand. Yes. So yeah. with Luke, uh, they. We're so all, sorry, I didn't mean to ruin your story. We're going to get a Luke. Luke scenario. I did not walk into the woods with Luke yeah, so, at all. So it, like me, you said, he hung Dave back. Jr. and uh, Dan. So we all went, with set up each our other. stuff, and it's been a good at least what forty-five minutes, an hour setting up. Yeah. 
literally, I'm our entire hike up. was I'm, an hour I'm tied forty-five. Tied up our orange flags, flagging that we're there, flagging our way out. By the way, you flagged greatly. I appreciate that. <laughs> Listen, you <laughs> took <laughs> it to heart when Doug said flag every five feet. Because dude, it's I knew thick. left and right. Guess you what? did it left and right. I was like, I could say in the middle, we're good. When I, go I could have Tarzan from your flags. like it was that close. Yeah, I get lost. No, we we knew the way out. We didn't even use our on X. Like, you don't need no, it. Shout out to Onyx. Listen, if it. anybody comes across that trail, they're going to be like, there is 45 people hunting <laughs> yes, this area. Exactly. We better stay yeah, out Yeah, because of it. the purpose of the flags is to let people know, hey, someone's in this cut. Don't go in this cut. But yeah. we walked in a little far with that. and I followed my trail out and just flagged it because I didn't know how far you guys went in. No, you did great. But I'm, I'm not no Luke, shit. I'm coming out of our trail and 45 minutes in. Out of the blue, I pop out. I was waiting on the other guys. They hiked a little further in. And uh, Luke is there. <laughs> Luke is hauling ass. Yeah, I was. I was <laughs> Literally, when I say hauling ass, he's hauling ass. Run, force, run. Because he has to poop. I have not jogged a mile and a half back to camp. Mind, mind you, they sweaty. all both have backpacks with gear on in case we were out later. Like, at what, at what point in the jog man. back did you have to do the penguin waddle to keep it all in? <laughs> oh, <laughs> do, do you want to know? Yeah, <laughs> I do. So I do. The, the viewers want to know. <laughs> so, again, <laughs> again, I was walking up, and I was Drop like, the gun, shoot. Okay. The belt. This is why so, I need a video crew with me at all times. <laughs> like, yeah, the amount of stuff that we could have gotten. I'll hold a video camera. Listen, man, we should have GoPro'd that whole boat right in. Like, have a second boat driving past us and just to see how bogged down we were. Yeah, they're under. Undermining your sweating your, your talent you have Dave in your field. Gilmer They're undermining it. They should oh, get you this. One hundred percent. Yeah. I was still sweating, but I'll sign to Congress. I'll get this done. Bro. I like that. <laughs> Put it in legislation for Cumberland Island. Everybody. No, get, no, no, not hey, for Cumberland Island. For you. No, let's do that on the comment card because Doug did say if you want something on a comment card, or well, put it so on the I comment card. We need to get Caleb videographers on our side. for everybody. I think we need to get Caleb on our side because he's the new guy come up and coming, and he the way he talked, he wants to get this island a hunting island. Yeah, like he that wants people sure. to travel Definitely. here to hunt. I like it. First thing he said was move it to the rut. Well, yeah, everybody. No thinks one thought game of moving warden. it to the rut. Everybody thinks game warden, and they get scared. Yeah, but, no, but not Gabe Warden, Check your tags. Gabe Warden These doesn't make so money awesome off of your here. fines. He, he makes money team. off of he you coming great, to hunt. He's a great person. Yeah, the state makes money off your fines. The Game Warden makes money off you coming to hunt. He Let's get that clear. Like, he is here for the people and to help them. Luke, okay, so Dan, okay. Dan, Luke is Dan, sitting here patiently, Luke's, and yeah. I want to hear the answer to no. my question. Yeah. I was, waddle. I was I was I was I was 1.75 miles. From the time I had to go. <laughs> and this so is what exactly. happened, oh We know he was accurate here. No, so Jogging. what happened is I had to go. Apple Watches. I had to go, right? I had to go, and I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to go, you know, take a deuce in the woods. No big deal. So I go over, and I find a tree, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I start getting in my bag. I'm like, I don't I don't have any You ain't going to do-do paper. paper. I, I, I don't have any paper. <laughs> I have nothing. And all we got is little leaves out here. There. I mean, like little tiny leaves. I'm like, oh, forget that. I said, all right, I'm going to make how it back. How about some of that Spanish moss? <laughs> yeah, with all them bugs. You want chiggers yeah. in your butthole? Yeah, with all that bugs. flannel too much. I'm and, telling and you. So I know. I would have cut a sleeve real I'll, quick. Man. Shedded that flannel. So yeah. I, was like, I was like, forget it. I, I've seen this hog. I found where I'm going to be. I know where it's oh, going to happen. Oh, you were a man of content. You were a man you know, of content and I was like, with, a, with a prairie dog. The poking. only and thing you like, didn't do was jungle dumb. Yeah. I know, right? You had it all. You had it in a bag. Yeah. So 1.75 miles. How, Back quick, to how camp. quick would you say you done that mile? Uh, Usain Bolt's phoning, and he we got here in twenty minutes. Oh, oh, flat. oh I think okay, he's, he's not questioning. He's not questioning. No, I no, twenty Usain minutes. Bolt. He's not questioning. Twenty anymore. minutes, time flat. 
<laughs> I was pouring sweat, and I'm very upset uh, yeah. that you he's, guys were still in the woods. He's because still, I was like, he's still not how did it. I catch Luke? I don't think you know how fast Having Usain Bolt poop. is. Yeah, Man. it was it was rough, I, dude. It was rough. Like, I mean, most of the time I'll just go, but I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I've never seen someone take their belt off in the middle mid stride in the woods. Yeah, dude, because that's wild. Poop I was so like, bad. yeah, I was taking my What's, belt well, off. How I was holding popping? my gear. On, so I was holding my gear in my hands <laughs> instead of it on my back, so it wasn't going. Oh, you dude. took the backpack off and was like baby carrying <laughs> no, no, it, the, like pregnancy oh, carrying. Oh, it. all of the pop up blind. Really? What what made you think logically that was fine? Like I'm curious. I'm not making fun. Like, I tell my body what to do. Okay, my I, body doesn't I, I, tell me what to do. Oh, really? Because you had ran a point seven mile and had to shit, <laughs> but you decided to take your belt off and carry a baby sack. It sounds right, like I'm curious. It sounds like having to poop is a really good cardio okay. workout. So, yeah, would, like it's so Luke. Well, it's I went un, in with unasked. these guys. You so don't have to ask for it. It's just we there. beat yeah. we beat them here, and they were not very far. Screw body us. plex. Poop 90X we right here. <laughs> we were here at least 30 minutes before them, and they were right behind us. Yeah, Dude, I got back, and I was like, David, I'll be right back. I'm stripping off everything as fast as I could, running back to the back. I'm pretty sure hey, you man, came At least no it wasn't a duck hunt where you had waders and you had to get back oh, here. Oh, that would have been oh, rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. duck yeah. hunting, having, cool. having to use the bathroom at all in and waders. waders is terrible. Now, I will say, I got lacrosse waders this year. They've got a full zipper all the way down. Oh, really? Totally waterproof. I was up to my chest well this year. Take my money. No water coming in, but I <laughs> could if, if fully I don't unzip it all the time, and yeah. take a leak without shedding it. Yeah, that's worth it if you duck hunt all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but the it's zipper a is waterproof at all. Yeah, the zipper is a hundred percent waterproof. That's awesome. I Take mean, I was money. getting stuff wet that was in my chest pockets. I was that deep in water, and I never had water coming through the zipper. That's awesome. But dude, that's I, awesome. I, I won't lie that that. So I heard that that sow coming in, and and I heard it coming in, and I was like, man. Yeah, we focus on the poop. I want to know about and the I, pig. And I was like, wait a second. So I'm running. So. Wait, you're back, running for no, the pig? No, so back then. Listen, if you shoot that pig, we're going to call it Poopa Pig. Yeah, Poopa yes, Pig. you know it. But yeah. we can only look at one side of it. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> Does a pig's face look like a giant wiener? <laughs> Luck, luckily, I didn't, have to, I didn't have to poop You're then. Poopa Pig. I didn't have to poop then. Like, I was about oh, pig, three Dad. miles. I was about three miles into my hike. And I was like, dude, this is like beautiful area. Like, I, this is where I'm going to either sit hunt. here yeah. Or where I'm headed. I was headed to a certain spot. And I was like, but I took the long way to get there because I want to see everything else. And I was like, I'm going to go to this spot. So, but I was like, this is beautiful. So I'm marking it on my Onyx. And I'm like, boom, I'm going to, this is beautiful. I'm going to come back here, whatever. I don't and know then if I heard, Onyx is one of your sponsors, but they've helped out right now. They have been awesome. They have yeah. been fantastic. Phenomenal. Yeah. And Phenomenal so I heard it and island. I was like, they have the roads laid out, everything. So the, the other problem is, is the people like, don't know about the armadillos the here. Maps, so how I did you taught. know, Luke, how did you know it wasn't an armadillo? Because, like, how many armadillos did we run across? And, and like, I, st- I stopped twice because I, like, I was like, hold on a second, armadillo. Hold on a second, armadillo. And I, and I even a hold on a second, I even two horses. Like, hold on a second, armadillo. It's not a hog. It's not a hog. It's armadillo. And then we get out there, and I'm like, hold on. It's fucking armadillo. Like, so, the like, to differentiate, to tell the viewers, like, because armadillo is not, it's in between a hog and a squirrel almost. Yep. <laughs> Honestly. Like, it's a well, squad. No, for, for your deer hunters, for <laughs> your deer squawk. hunters, like, if you sit in a stand and you're listening for a deer, the squirrel fucks you up. Does it not? Yep. For sure. All the time. Okay. Chipmunks. So, oh, so, so the squirrels here bastards. are armadillos. And they can't, they're blind, by the way, just to let y'all know. Comes Jonathan. They, they are really stupid animals. Armadillos? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really stupid. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Before we wrap this up, I want predictions for tomorrow. I'm going with four. 
Four pigs. Four pigs. Four pigs. We got camp. a solid our setup. camp. Yes. Our nine people, we're getting four pigs. I'm planning on shooting three tomorrow. All right. All right, I'll take one of the three. I'll no, take one of the three. I'll take two. one. I'm you take those three. I'm going to shoot your fourth one. Okay, so that I'll being said, you don't. I'm taking out listen, a Glock 40 listen, for my, uh, you guys have my your customers. Own, you guys have your own predictions, so you don't have to account for my three and his one. What What do you think, David? I thought you meant as a group. Sorry. No, I, think, I, I am saying as a group. How many as a group? So you're saying three as a group. I'm saying you're three, gonna take all three myself. So, yeah, I guess I didn't say the group number. Well, then you're I'm going. I'm going five. For the group. Not that okay. I don't have faith in everybody, but I just have to go into this confident. You know there's five in that hole we got? Honestly, I, I, know honestly, what you're doing. I would push I'm it more for yeah. our whole right. group. I would push it more than five because what do you call, so bro? the island actually keeps a group number of hunters that come in if it's delayed or whatever. So they had, for scenario, there's a hurricane this year. They had to delay. So they had to leave early. So 13 hunters and... They only killed a couple hogs, but they had to leave day two. But That's but fair. for reference, I mean, our numbers are pretty high our if you look at the average. Because the last, last year, hog hunt. throughout the entire three-day Don't hunt, ask me numbers. They give you no, I'm 70-something people, they only killed six hogs total between all of those people. I thought it was people. nine. Was it nine? Yeah. I thought oh, okay. it was nine. They give you. But a, remember, I did tell you eighty people came off the boat. And I yeah, was that's wrong. true. You were not even close. So don't ask me numbers. If you're big into statistics, so maybe I should change my they hogs. They give you a very <laughs> good math chart. Yeah, to I didn't put do your good statistics math. out there. Easy dynamic, Dave. How <laughs> 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 uh, can we tell the viewers that story? Absolutely. Before you close? Oh Lord, yeah, we got to tell like them about why dynamic he's called Dave. dynamic, Dave. So hold and on, hold on. Let's let's finish up. Yeah, predictions. Luke, ah, dude, I, I, I I'll shoot one or two. I, I hope. I, My first year, I'm gonna be real because I was here last year. Yeah, we have two hawks. Okay, in this group, I can respect that. I'm thinking four because we got Dan. I don't know. I'm feeling wild card with Dan. Dan's Dan's a monster. Dan's yeah. a hawk Dan's player, a monster. Dude. Hey, listen, if it yeah, goes, he's from if helicopter, it goes, he this is an island. island. I still have two. Listen, if That's this one. if this goes based off of my year so far. We're in pretty good shape. If it goes by some of my other years that I've hunted, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> I'm by no means a like phenomenal hunter. Somehow I figure out a way to get it done. But you know one the way hogs. or another. That's but your background. I like these, going these into hogs are a, a little confident. different than uh, land hogs. One hundred. I'm gonna call these I've island never, hogs. They're listen, way different I have than never, land. They respond to the same. No life. I have calls. never hunted calls, in terrain yes. like this or cover like this. So, I mean that's that's pretty wild. I hunted on the ground. Uh, last year in Texas, and we Let's were five days into the hunt before we killed a pig, yeah. and it was much more open than this. Well, we, we saw did, a lot. Yeah, but those, we did those, see a lot. So, we just didn't so get the any hog good in shots. Texas is going to move further. No, no, no. I take that back. Not further. They uh, migration wise to to here. Like, are this you is drunk? A, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so to give everybody a perspective, what did literally we do today? We went to the beach, right? No, we went to a swamp. <laughs> same same thing here. It's oh. a freaking beach. It's an island. There's no water. It's not. They're the same. What did we do today? Going down to the boat dock. We went to the boat dock. I wouldn't oh. say a beach. We went to the boat dock. Oh. It's sandy. <laughs> it's sandy. I wasn't under. I don't know what you're but asking me. Sorry. You can go out there and you can get your own food. And oh, know. the oysters. You're talking about when we yeah. got oysters. Yeah. So we, we went out there. Hold on. We, we did that. Oh, we, we didn't did. have a license for that. Don't say that. That did not happen. Yeah, we didn't. Disclaimer. We played a knife game. We did not get oysters. We had a couple. <laughs> we had what? No, we Maybe. didn't. Shush your mouth. Whatever. You don't say that. 
We Listen, I for the record, I did not collect any oysters. No, at you all. didn't. Yeah, Dan didn't touch a thing. He was. But watching. we did play the knife game we, where oh, you stand man. with your feet shoulder width yeah, apart and, and you clearly, throw a knife at each other's how, feet. We played that how, for a long, long time. And I don't know beach. how to throw a knife in the sand. So and the whole the whole goal of going down to the boat dock was to check on David's boat because because listen listen they did in orientation today they did tell us. That a boat sank here this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. during uh, archery season, a yes. little Ranger um, aluminum. Yep, somebody's boat yeah, no was docked. To bring. And no bumpers. Not a John boat. It ended up going under. Well, and now if you bring your own boat, you it's have to expect that you're going to beach, beach it. Beach yes, but if I'll you tell bring you this, your own boat. It has to be beached. It is every so beach. single so day. So I know people are anti DNR, but this is why I want to plug this DNR. I like Caleb. He changed the rules today and was like, "Hey, we got the dock. The ferry's not being used." During the week, it's closed to the public. After today, after today, dock the boat. Yep, dock the boat. And if you have to, side dock it. And he said the only reason that Ranger sank was because I don't know if it was a Ranger. I take that back. It was an aluminum. It was aluminum some type of John boat. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't have any bumpers in between the two boats, and the tide jumped out. And he said the tide's moving a foot an hour quicker this year than it did last year, and it crushed it and sunk it. But Caleb came out here with his. He brought it to and, us, and he, uh, he Caleb. Took the pump. They and took care of it. Yeah, Caleb it was took fixed care it. Of it. And, so he took, it, and he it, sent the boat to the dudes to Caleb's mechanic to fix it. It it didn't fully sink, but what happened? It, it was tied off, and so it, it went underwater. Crushed. And then they came out with a fire pump and and pumped it out. Yeah, yeah. And that was all Caleb. Caleb, one hundred percent. I would much rather beach mine at that point in time. So, who but is, I'm just saying, you bring your own. You gotta you gotta be willing to beach it. No, hundred percent. I'm not a boat owner, so I can't say and anything. You have that. to. I'd rather put on it a dock. It is sand. But. It's not rocks. It, it's very sandy. So well, who's the best wife right. perspective person here? I sent a video to my wife earlier of us throwing knives at each other's feet. <laughs> Why? Um, she said you better win. What happens who's on the, the island stays it's in right, the it's island. It's gotta be Nick. Why? Read it. What'd your wife say about me? Told her playing a game. I didn't say Nick. I just said playing um, a game. Um, are y'all throwing knives at each other? <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. The the Our um feet. the um and that whole scenario uh, is. That's pretty good. I'm really my glad that my wife only listens to creeps and crimes and not this. Text. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic, Nick. My, so how many? What? How many in our group? How many hogs? I said four. I think four. You're sticking with four. Yeah, I'm sticking with four. Okay, Dan's so we've gonna got pull four, two or three. Four, five, two, and what was your group number? Yeah, what was your group number, Dave, Jr.? Overall, honestly, with our setup, since we're set up in kind of a horseshoe and enclosing them, I'm going to say I really hope everybody gets. There's five on our horseshoe. No, there's four. I hope we at least leave in our group at least, not our whole entire group that came I'm going to tell you right now, if we kill a hog, I'm done. With our group and (laughs) – I hope we get five or six because some people are shooting. Right. You're allowed to six. shoot. Well, the whole thing with the island is is you're allowed to bring an assault rifle is what the world would call it now. AR-15, this isn't CNN. Whatever. <laughs> this isn't Whatever. <laughs> Sorry if that's not allowed. Whatever. You can take it out. So you can 100% say you're that. You're allowed to shoot okay. an AR-15, right? Yeah. I made that mistake of packing light. You didn't bring it? I brought my 7mm, which is a bolt-action rifle. And if I shoot a hog, I promise you right now. That's okay. General Lee's on. It's not moving. Uh, Robert Lee's happy for but, you. But listen, I think I think we're gonna have in our group in our area I, that are shooting AR. So I say five or six. I think we're gonna have success tomorrow. I, I hope I, that I, I hope the numbers are high because honestly, that honestly, that I, will probably be 
some of the best first date numbers that yeah. they've seen we out have here. The random so that's what I got that out of this whole conversation found. just now is like, okay, no one said zero. Yeah. No one said zero. No, We're coming know. out of those woods with a hog we have between very nine high of us. Hopes. We're coming yeah. out of those ho- with a hog. The area that we have enclosed is, what do you say it is, acreage-wise, give or take? I would say that area is probably about, I don't know, acreage. Acreage, 30, no, 25, to, the five 25 to 30 acres. So, what? Us? Yeah. Yeah, between okay. us, okay. twenty-five Luke, to thirty acres. Well, I also said there was eighty people on the boat last year. So that's yeah, true. I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> so Luke has spread the. I just feel like out. that's a lot. I, I mean, I could definitely Luke look is, on Onyx. They've got an area yeah. shape deal. Yeah, we can so, definitely. I mean, so why don't you guys keep talking, quick, and I'm going to look that up quick. I mean, for the sign, and honestly, what they told us earlier, which kind of freaked me out a little bit, was that don't chase a hog like you chase a deer. Don't look for deer scat. I, I mean. Look for rubs more so, and uh, look for a bedding area. Look for, that's where they go, whether it's morning or night. So, I went in. I've seen, I call it a, a pig trough or pig hole. It's where they're I th- mudding I around, think, mudding uh, up. I think Grandpa Bill calls it a waller. <laughs> there you waller. go. Waller. Yeah. Waller. That's where they're wallering around. Okay, so, and so I was off. Playing. I was off. 17.47 acres, roughly. Yeah, I was but gonna say five hundred acres. I felt like that was a lot. No, I didn't say five hundred. I said twenty-five on, to thirty. We are on nine thousand acres. I did have a camelback full of. Boxes. We're on nine thousand <laughs> acres, though. I apologize for questioning yeah. you, Dan. No, got there's a group of people. So even if you made a circle out of us, no, yeah, no, one hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if a hog comes through there, it doesn't stand a chance. I'm hoping. And then, I'm hoping a group of pigs comes through, I comes hope, to the I center, because then if we shoot, sends us a call now. Yeah. Well, this is my first year, and honestly, I was when I walked out there, I did not. When we were walking through, I seen horse crap, horse crap, if horse that, crap. If that company sent you a call right I now, see, helicopter, I no yeah. I'd put it all over my social media just because hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I see no signs of hogs until honestly, there's another guy in our group that's not here right now, but me and Jonathan, we were walking a little bit of ahead. We stopped. Literally, we stopped. I looked to the left, and there's a yay gaping hey, Luke, two and a half foot hole that you see into the brush. Fire. It's getting a little chilly. Yeah, yeah. I we mean, followed. He said, please, I didn't even. Please. I said, all right, we're going to pass it. He said, no. He said, that looks like a hog hole. Let's go follow it. We yeah. followed it. Jonathan, yeah, well, he, how we entered that hole. Yes. We followed yeah. it. Dude, do you know that that's what this turned out waller, was him? But this waller does not exist on the map. Right. It It's just there. Natural. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's and not the thing about this waller is, like, you can tell it was there, thing. but you can see all the leaves on it. And then, so, like, my thing was, like, oh, it's an old waller. And Walking then it was, in. like, is exactly. it really an old waller? Because, it, dude, it rained, what do we say, half yesterday. inch, quarter of an inch? How much yesterday? Inch and a quarter. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you could see new tracks, but how full was the puddle? You know what I mean? Yeah. But well, but if there's you, a if lot of what ifs. But, it, but I mean, you, you see, this is sandy soil, out. so when it rains here, it disappears pretty quick. Immediately. Oh, like, we had, we had a puddle right underneath our table. Oh, absolutely. We had a puddle underneath tents. Like, my front, the front of my oh, tent burn the had three inches of standing water, and it was gone by the time we went to Thank bed. Thank you. So. Oh, no. Def- I mean, to wrap this thing up. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We No, you're good. We're going to cover Dynamic Dave 
on the next podcast. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That, because <laughs> they we're need closing in on 10. know there's people like, who's Dynamic Dave? Yeah, we're closing in on 10 o'clock. We definitely need to upload a video of Dynamic Dave. Oh, my gosh. That'd be so sweet. <laughs> I, I wish we, I'll do I'm it. I'm telling I'll you, I wish, I wish we had a camera. I'll, I'll plug that. I'll plug that. I'll so, drag my phone to a tree behind us just to watch him. No, I'll just stay back. Y'all go hunt. I'll do it. That's perfect. So we're going to wrap this up. It's closing in on 10. We're getting up at 5. I'm making pancakes. We're going to have bacon and eggs, and then we're going to get out to the and spot. We're going to Uber Eats review pigs. these pancakes tomorrow, too. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. <laughs> hey, I'm good with these. are good pancakes. And Dude, DoorDash the is instant not mix pancakes. Here. Just powder in a bottle. You pour some water in, shake it, and you got pancake mix. Yep. I, I'm telling you, house. they hit different at camp. They hit different. Oh, at everything camp when hits you're different hunting. at camp. Yep. Everything hits different at camp. So, thanks for Even hopping when on, guys. Rude to you. <laughs> Last little plug. All right. Thanks for hopping on, guys. Thank you. Yeah, yeah man. Thank you. Awesome. And that is going to wrap it up for today's show. Man, we had an awesome hunt. I'm just going to fill you in on how that hunt went because a couple of us were pretty close on our guesses or our estimates or our hopes and dreams, if you will, for the hunt. It was, uh, it was a wild hunt for sure. We put in a lot of work, a lot of miles, and a lot of pigs were killed. And so... Altogether, throughout the entire camp, I think we ended with 24 pigs. That's not just our group. That's everybody who came out to hunt for this uh, portion, this three-day hunt on the island. Now, that's significantly up from the year before. Uh, I think the final estimates from the year before were nine total. And this seems to be one of the best years that they've had or one of the best hunts that they've had in recent years. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because me and my guys were there killing pigs. No, just kidding. Uh, I think I think there's a lot of things that play into it. The wildlife biologists on the land or on the island hadn't been really hitting it hard this year. Normally, he gets out there and traps and hunts and tries to help thin out that population, but he hadn't done that a whole lot this year at all and so I think that probably added to the pig numbers the sightings and there's a lot of guys who are coming back year after year so they're figuring out where where to find these pigs their sweet spots in fact by the end of the hunt we found one of those spots uh, a lot of guys hadn't even seen a pig for a couple days um, actually I'm going to start with the very beginning this is going to be a long outro but you're just going to have to bear with me so day one we go out I climb up a tree with my saddle system. We had really figured out this spot that we wanted to be in, uh, and we kind of loaded it pretty heavily. I was like, you know, we've got good visibility. It's one of the most open spots on the island that we had found at this point. And so a bunch of us go out there. I climb up in my tree. I'm in between three people, basically. And I didn't realize this, but everybody left. Like, all the guys that I went out there hunting with had either climbed out of their trees or out of their blinds and had gone back to camp. And I'm sitting there, not realizing that at all. I look over, and I see this big black boar coming through these probably, like, eight-foot-tall pines. Now, I don't have a shot at all. I'm trying to follow it with my rifle, trying to stay on it, and he's, like, disappearing. The trajectory that he was headed... I did not think I would get a shot. I thought he'd get clean through, never to be seen again. But he actually kind of angled towards me. And when he did, I was like, all right, this is actually going to happen. He popped out in an opening. I shot. He took off running. I shot again, and he dropped. Well, when I went over to him, he was not dead. And so I tried to, you know, finish him off quickly 
so he didn't have to lay there suffering, and he came after me. And so it got it got sideways in a hurry. He came after me. I had to shoot multiple more times. I think when it was all said and done, I had shot twice when he dropped. Seven shots later, as he's charging me, as he's, you know, like laying there breathing, still trying to put him out of his misery, it was seven shots later that he finally expired. Now, that's not how it went the whole trip, but that's how it went for that pig. So day one is done. I come back with a pig. I think he, we figured with, without field dressing him, he was probably around 200 pounds. Um, then the next day we go out and one of the other guys in the group, Jonathan, he has success. He shoots two pigs. So we're all excited. We're like, okay, it's happening. We've already killed more pigs than last year. This is awesome. And <laughs> meanwhile, as Jonathan is having this, this success, Nick and I decide to go out to this new area. He had never been. I had definitely never been. And it was a long hike. We saw this clearing on a map. We wanted to walk through the clearing, see if there were any pigs out there. Long story short, we end up knee deep in a swamp getting tore up by sawgrass and palmettos and reeds and I mean it was a nightmare we both came back soaking wet all tore up brand new pants that I had on I mean they looked like I had worn them for years and I mean it's just price you pay chasing after pigs on an island I guess uh day three shows up and I'm getting pumped I kept telling the guys like dude I'm going to kill another pig day two I'm not gonna lie I wasn't very I wasn't very uh, optimistic, I guess. I went out there knowing that we were going to put a lot of miles on, going to a spot that we hadn't been, and that was going to potentially bring up some issues for us. Day three, though, there were a couple guys who had shot opportunities, never fully connected with a pig, or at least never found blood or anything. These pigs, they have so much fat from eating acorns that the blood disappears quickly. And even with high caliber rounds, sometimes you just don't get a solid blood trail. Now, they say to try to shoot them in the head so that they, you know, drop and you're not having to chase them through any thick stuff so that you don't lose them so that they don't charge you, whatever. Sometimes that's not an option. So, two of the guys, Joey and Luke, uh, they had multiple encounters with pigs throughout the week. And so they're like, dude, you guys got to come sit over here with us. So we get over there and it's mature pine trees and like a six inch bed of pine needles all over the place. We get to that spot in the morning. Nick and I are sitting together. His back is to the tree. My back's to the tree. And then he's like, dude, I'm tired. I need to go to sleep. And I was like, okay. So he lays down, starts snoring, like loud snoring, not quiet snoring at all. And I'm, I'm giggling like a little kid in church and I can't help myself because he's just like sawing logs right behind me meanwhile we've got deer coming in we've got horses coming in and I'm glassing this small buck that was walking like say from my three no not my three o'clock my 11 o'clock to my one o'clock and I'm glassing it and all of a sudden I catch movement 20 yards from me out of the corner of my eye and here's this big boar right on top of us and so I like turn with my rifle it, it knows something's up, so it takes off. I'm, like, tapping Nick, saying, dude, pig, pig, pig. And I wanted him to get a shot. I realized that he's still coming, too, from his nap. And so I pull up the rifle, shoot, shoot again. I had a perfect, like, broadside shot at, like, 60, maybe 80 yards on the first one. The second shot was running. 
and it ran into the palmettos. We end up going over there, recovering it. Another great boar. I think that one would have probably come in around 190, 195. And so <laughs> the guys, the guys, sorry, I don't mean to laugh. Uh, the guys all come and they're like, hey, who shot it? Who shot it? And I was like, I didn't. And they're like, are you serious? Like, what happened? And so uh, all day long, I was showing people the videos of Nick snoring, laying down right behind me. Um, that leads into us going back to camp. We're getting ready for an evening hunt. At this point, I'm like, man, should I even go out? And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out and kill another pig. And everyone's like, dude, you better not. Like, we need to kill a pig. And I was like, you've had opportunities. It just hasn't worked out. So we we get back out to the same spot. And this time, me and my buddy David are sitting together. Then we've got Joey and another guy, David, sitting in a different spot. And then I'm trying to think where everybody was we had one guy a climber maybe it was just the five of us out there i think that's right i think we had five guys out there anyways we're sitting there all of a sudden i see pigs i tell david david like tactical army rolls to my left get set up in the prone position we're like ready to take out these pigs well they're running towards they're running like straight towards Joey and the other David and I'm like dude if you get an opportunity at him shoot well they got behind some trees they stopped at this point they couldn't have been 50 yards from the other guys they were about 100 yards from us and they turn around and start running back and David's like hey they're coming back they're coming back and I'm thinking they're coming towards us no they're running straight left to right on us and we end up shooting I pull the trigger twice he pulls the trigger once I dump a big sow and we walk up and I'm like, dude, this is insane. Sure enough, the guys come over. Dude, who shot? (laughs) David's like danded. And they're like, are you kidding me, man? You called it out the other night on the podcast. Three pigs. You ended up with three pigs. Well, I was like, man, we've got an hour and a half left. Let's go sit back down. And sure enough, when we did, there were more pigs that came in. Both uh, Joey and the other David got shots at them we never found any sign that they had hit them not sure what happened at one point apparently one of the pigs was like five yards behind david and joey was yelling through the woods it's so it's so quiet in these woods i'm telling you we had three wild horses walk up at one point 40 yards and i never heard them they were that quiet and uh anyways this pig snuck up behind david joey was yelling at him like dude you're one o'clock you're one o'clock which i don't really I wonder if he was, like, also snoozing, because uh, I don't know how you don't see something at your 1 o'clock. Maybe he meant 6 o'clock or 5 o'clock. Um, but anyways, we ended up getting five pigs for the week as a group. I killed three. Super pumped. Brought a ton of meat back home. I'm going to have a European mount done on one of the skulls that wasn't completely destroyed. And, yeah, that's that's the wrap-up. That's the story on the pig hunt. I know that was long-winded, but I had to fill you in. Didn't know if we'd get to do a follow-up episode, but I still might try to make that happen with a couple of the guys because they are a ton of fun to talk to. But until next time, guys, always choose adventure and God bless.